It seems like every day brings with it a new social media channel or trending meme. What TikTok dance craze have you learned during the pandemic? What are we going to do about our influencer programs? Will a broom really stand up by itself on a particular day because of a hashtag trend? And no, NASA didn't post about that. And what the heck is this Bureau thing all about? It's tough to keep up. Every day there's something new and fun and cool that other people are doing on social media, leaving you with a sense of FOMO or fear of missing out. We all get FOMO, but it's a terrible way to decide how to spend your time on social media and to allocate your content budget. Instead, you need to fish where there are fish. In social media terms, that means to be where your audience and your community already talk about you, your competitor, the industry, and then engage with them there. And that is what we're going to talk about on today's Spin Sucks podcast episode. That and how shared media fits into a larger peso model program. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. So how do you know which social channels your customers and prospects use? Here are a few foolproof ways to find out. Number one, take your top 10 keywords and search for them on Google or through a social listening tool such as BuzzSumo. Where do conversations around those topics occur? Look for specific social media responses that turn up community sites, news articles, and blogs. Number two, blog into Google Analytics. I love the Google Analytics. Look at your referral report. Which social channels send you the most traffic? Number three, conduct an audience survey and ask them to share where they get their information online and which social channels they use. Number four, slip a simple question about social media channel usage into your next conversation and ask your customer success team to do so as well. Once you know where your audience hangs out online, you can start to engage with them and build relationships. In the course of those conversations, you can use unique URLs to understand what those visitors are doing on your site once they get there. Over time, you'll be able to fine-tune your social media activities to not only focus on the channels sending you the most visitors, but the ones sending you the right visitors. And that's where your shared media program will start to show serious ROI. The gist of it is this. Your newsfeed is overrun with articles and videos and opinions of people you don't know. While you may very well read, watch, and listen to all of that, it's not engaging, meaning you don't comment, react to it, or share it. You scroll right past it. Some of the social networks want you to get back to the social part of social media. They want you to put your friends, family, and loved ones back in your newsfeed, assuming, of course, you want them there. And some of you may not, especially right now. But the only way the algorithms can determine if your content is worth showing is if it has reactions, comments, and shares. If you create content that's engaging and fun, your fans and followers and friends will react, comment, or share. I once asked on my personal page how many gallons of milk people go through every week. There were more than 500 answers, and to this day, it makes me laugh. Apparently, drinking milk in your household is a big deal. These are the kinds of things we go to social media for, fortunately or unfortunately. I'm not advocating your brand ask about milk, of course, but I am saying it's time to rethink your strategy to be more active versus passive. 
Along the same lines, how do you create content that people want to see first? While we all have control over what we see and what we don't, very few of us actually change our settings. Though I know the unfollow and mute buttons are pretty popular right now. Because no one tweaks their settings or updates their favorites list, it's up to us to make sure the content is so good that people engage with it, and that will ensure your update to show up in the feed. That said, some of these social networks <clears throat> are public companies that have to show a profit every quarter. The idea that brands will continue to have access to their fans for free is ludicrous. They're not your fans. They belong to the social networks, and the social networks can do whatever they want with them. Which is why paid content now has to be part of your revised shared media strategy. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And we'll talk more about that next week, which I also realize is a weird time to be talking about it during the big Facebook ad freeze month of July. But it doesn't have to be just Facebook. It can be other social networks as well. At the same time, the social networks do love some live video. Watching a video is passive. Live video, although, is on the other hand, live streaming is active. You react and you comment as you watch. And you don't have to leave the social networks to watch it. You have to stay there, which is what they want. Plus, they're not going to let Snapchat win at this game because Snapchat to the big guys is seen as like the tiny dog barking at your heels. Consider how live video will help you with the engagement piece and add it to your revised shared media strategy. Also think about how to build and sustain conversation. You know how things you've already commented on or read or scrolled past on Facebook specifically continue to show up in your feed? It's because that content is so valuable to its viewers that they keep commenting on it even days later. As a brand, what kinds of content can you produce that will create that kind of conversation? To do that, you might consider adding a group to support your social media efforts. This doesn't have to be on Facebook. We strategically did not create a group for the Spin Sucks community on Facebook. I find it far too distracting to go on during the day. Every single time I go there for a work reason, I look up 20 minutes later and I have no idea why I opened it to begin with. And you can't just pretend that's me either. I know all of you do that, which is why we opted for Slack over Facebook. But I will tell you from my experience, the groups I do belong to that I check in the evenings because I cannot be trusted consistently show up first in my newsfeed. It's good to have these wrenches thrown at us every once in a while. They keep us creative. But you truly don't need to stress, and here's why. In June of 2016, the New York Times wrote an article titled, Facebook to Change Newsfeed to Focus on Friends and Family. And the world freaked out. There was a bunch of hubbub about what that meant for brands and how this was going to change and what were we all going to do. But guess what? We all adjusted and survived. It doesn't matter what they throw at us. We'll all survive. Just create content that's interesting and valuable and your friends, fans, followers will do the rest. In just a few minutes, I'll be back with some additional things to consider during your shared media journey in the Peso Model program. Podcasting is an increasingly popular marketing channel for businesses in all industries. But getting episodes to drive specific business outcomes can be a challenge. If you or your clients run a podcast as part of your marketing, then you know it can be difficult to track the value the show creates and communicate that value to those who are the most invested. But it doesn't have to be that way. 
If you would like to learn how to identify and track the podcast metrics, don't we all, that make a difference on the bottom line, go to podcastingforbusiness.com slash sucks. They have a free training on how to do exactly that. And it's created by the company that produces this very podcast. And I love, 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 love them. And you will too. So go to podcastingforbusiness.com slash sucks. One more time, podcastingforbusiness.com slash sucks. How much time have you spent on social media activities today, including writing and reading blog posts, responding to brand mentions, posting status updates, and even getting lost in your own rabbit hole? Too often we fall down that rabbit hole, logging into social media to check for comments on the brand page, for instance, and emerging hours later with very little to show for it other than a rapidly filling email inbox and a daily task list without checking anything off yet. I mean, not that I've ever done that. Totally never, never have done that. To avoid this time trap, I allocate a set amount of time each day to reading and responding to social media. The rest of the day, you will not see social media open anywhere around me. I know my weaknesses. I do not do it. Social media is crucial to our communications plan. It's been sucks, but we don't let it take over more than its fair share of our time. And we make sure all shared media activities are part of an integrated peso communications strategy. We find it doesn't need to be much more detailed than that, and we use CoSchedule to keep it all in one spot. I love CoSchedule so much, I asked it to marry me. It's freaking amazing. You can use it to curate and schedule your social media and to keep your editorial calendar and your marketing workflows and your emails and pretty much anything you will do in your Paisal Model program. It's the bomb, and I don't get anything for telling you that. I freaking love it that much. Okay, now that my love affair is out of the way, it's easy to get overwhelmed with what to include in your editorial calendar. Shared media is definitely not a one-size-fits-all, but there are some good guidelines. Start with these rules of thumb and then test for your audiences. Number one, Twitter. On the day your content is published, tweet the link four times, three hours apart. On day two, tweet it twice and once on day three. CoSchedule will also allow you to create templates for specific kinds of content to be shared. I have a friend who has a template for an entire year. That's some serious mileage. I'm also not that ambitious. Number two, Facebook. While the algorithm at Facebook continues to change so that only those who pay to get their content to show up in the news feeds of their followers, you still don't want to ignore your page. Post your content there once a day and then consider sponsored content as part of your paid media campaign. Incorporating Facebook Live or a private Facebook group is another way to increase your opportunity to reach brand fans. Number three, Instagram. While you can post the same thing to Instagram as to Facebook, I recommend you don't do that. We find the best luck with stories on Instagram first, then something else related to our content that isn't the same update as on Facebook. Video reigns supreme here, so focus on stories first. Number four, LinkedIn. Post once a day to your account, your company showcase page, and to the groups you belong to. I also recommend repurposing your content on LinkedIn Pulse. We publish there and on Medium twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we always repurpose the most popular content from the month before. So we're not creating new content. We're just repurposing. And then number five, the others. It's important not to ignore YouTube and Quora and Reddit and Pinterest and TikTok and Snapchat and Dig and everything else. Test post in those spots once a day, once a week, whatever floats your boat, and see what happens. 
For instance, if you have a nice image on a piece of content and you pin it to a board on Pinterest, it could help you drive a good amount of new readers. The thing about shared media is you can use it to distribute your content and it allows you to engage with customers, prospects, employees, and more. It's free to test, it's relatively risk-free, and it gives you an easy way to figure out what works and what doesn't. As you build it into your PESO model program, it's one of the easiest things to implement while you work on everything else. That's it for the shared media portion of our PESO model series. Want to learn how to implement this for your clients or for the organization for which you work and become certified, which tells everyone you know what you're doing and have done the deep work to put theory into practice? You can find us at spinsucks.com academy. That's spinsucks.com academy. I'll see you next week for paid media. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 